Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Wildly Basic West. On today's episode, I kind of want to circle back to a TikTok that I made at the beginning of the year in which I stated that one of my biggest resolutions for 2023 was to get smarter. This is going to serve as a quick little check-in to kind of talk about what I've learned, things that have been working, and things that have not been working so well, and what my game plan looks like for the rest of the year. So let's start off with some of the bad habits I've realized that I have. My first and biggest revelation is definitely that I had moved into a space where I constantly felt the need to be entertained or stimulated. And for me, this looks like spending basically all my free time either doom scrolling on my phone or getting completely lost in a new reality TV show like Vanderpump Rules, a new housewife city, um, below deck, like you name it, the trashier the reality TV honestly, the better. And let's get one thing straight. I do not think any of these things are bad in moderation. In fact, I think they're super healthy and good and we should all have our little dose of release every single day where we can just kind of step away from our day and get lost in something fun and mindless. But I had crossed over the threshold of moderation straight into like a compulsive consumption. And it's kind of ironic that this happened because I love to read about and think about and talk about building habits. And this is such a huge blind spot for me that the habit I've been actively building over the past year or so has been just escaping in reality TV when I don't want to live in my real life. At this point, it just is not serving me in the way that it once was because I haven't been able to moderate it. Okay, so the second bad habit I realized I had was that I was spending way too much time listening to true crime. This comes as a shock to no one. If you spend a lot of time listening to true crime, you are probably going to end up more fearful, more paranoid, and honestly just moving through the world in a much more negative headspace. I think a lot of the reasons that I was drawn to consuming true crime are similar to reality TV. It's stories that you can truly get lost in and kind of escape from your real life. But over the past few months, I've been thinking a lot more critically about it and just came to the realization that I was spending so much freaking time being immersed in that world and just kind of getting addicted to these stories. And it became virtually the only type of podcast that I was consuming. I was feeling really drained at the end of each day. I wasn't feeling inspired. I wasn't feeling energized. And I felt like my work and my thought patterns and just like my creativity in general were stalling and getting stale. I feel like for a while there, I had a really good balance of podcasts that I was listening to. I would do some wellness, some lifestyle, some social critiques, some politics. But when I reflected back and honestly just looked at my Spotify recommended podcasts, The other week, it was literally all true crime, and I stepped back and thought, hmm, girl, you may have a problem. Okay, and then the last bad habit I realized that I had was that I had gotten into a place where I literally needed the TV to fall asleep every single night. I haven't always had a TV in my apartment, but ever since I moved into my current apartment two years ago, I've had one in my bedroom, and I used to have like a decent relationship with the TV in my room, but I think as I was going through a lot of shit last year before I got sober, and then just like a lot of the anxiety and withdrawals after I initially got sober, TV was one of the only ways that I could shut off my brain at night and actually fall asleep. And so it just kind of became the standard and the norm. And this is bad for so many different reasons, ranging from like all that blue light late at night in your eyes is not going to help you get good quality sleep. 
it was replacing other healthier alternatives that I could do like meditating or a little yoga flow, reading on my Kindle, doing legs up the wall, like literally anything else that would have helped me but it was just convenient and easy. So now that I've identified three of the really bad habits I realized I had, I'm gonna talk about what I've done to counteract them moving forward. When it comes to reality TV, I have literally had to set a time limit for how much I'm allowed to watch every single day. So I've limited myself to two hours of television every single day. It doesn't matter if it's playing in the background while I'm working or if I'm decompressing after work, I only get two hours a day. And previously, I don't even want to talk about it. I would have it playing in the background while I was working. I would have it in the background at night. Like it was basically constant. And not only am I reducing the reality TV, but I'm trying to replace it with better habits. So for example, I'm going to a yoga class most nights now. It's a really nice way for me to wind down. If I'm cooking, I usually try to do music in the background or listen to a podcast instead of having a TV show. And then when it comes to falling asleep at night, I'm reading instead of watching television to wind down. So my TV time now is more or less limited to when I'm eating dinner at night and like a little bit after when I'm having dinner, dessert, doing the dishes, you get the idea. It's definitely been one of the hardest habits to break. It's so weird and sounds dramatic to say that, but if you've been doing something consistently for years, trying to counteract that and replace it with something else is not easy and it does not feel intuitive. And I'm also just having to get comfortable with being bored. My brother is a middle and high school English and philosophy teacher, and he always talks about this with me, about how he tries to encourage his students to be bored because boredom is where true creativity is found. And I've definitely been experiencing that more lately because if I'm not constantly stimulated like by the TV or by watching TikToks or scrolling through Instagram, I find myself having more energy to actually create content versus solely consuming it. And then getting more specific with the habits I've been replacing binge watching TV with because like, you know, now I have all this time to fill. I have become a pretty voracious reader over the past three months. This was something that was really baked into my 2023 resolution of getting smarter, like to read more books. And there are a few things that have helped me get there. First and biggest, and I don't like to start this off with something you have to buy. You definitely don't have to buy something, but having a Kindle for me has been an absolute game changer. It's honestly not something that I would have considered purchasing for myself. I was one of those Luddites that was like, oh, I love the feel and the smell of a book and I'll never be fine with like an iPad to read them on. But um, yeah, unfortunately, I've completely changed my perspective or fortunately on this and I am absolutely head over heels for my Kindle. I think the thing I love about it most is like a the convenience of the size so I can carry it with me in virtually every single purse that I have and then the second is just how many choices I have like I am the type of person that reads two books at once one fiction and one non-fiction because I like the balance of stimulating like the creative part of my brain and then the more intellectual side and so just the ability to carry that around with me at all times has been amazing I found that with this too, I spend so much less time scrolling on my phone because if I have a minute where I'm waiting in line or like I'm getting lunch or coffee alone, I sit and I read my Kindle instead of going to TikTok or Instagram. And it's so interesting because all of these little like five or 10 minute pockets each day where I'm just reading while I'm waiting for something to happen end up 
in me reading like at least a book a week now, which is really fun. And I just get so much variety too. You know, like in some instances, I'll read, you know, three pages of Atomic Habits. And then in another, you know, I'm reading like two chapters of some Lisa Jewell thriller novel. I think it's one of those investments that you can make that pays such huge dividends because it helps not only break, but build habits that are so healthy and so good for you. Okay, so on to my second issue, my burgeoning addiction to true crime. As evidenced by my relationship to alcohol and other things, unfortunately, I'm not the type of girl that can moderate things for myself, so I just had to quit it cold turkey. I literally unfollowed every single true crime podcast that I was following in Spotify, and I just started to follow a bunch of podcasts that kind of, like, in my mind were going to build me into the type of person that I wanted to be. Okay, so hear me out. This may be a little bit woo-woo. I was listening to an episode of The Blonde Files with Mimi Bouchard, who's really cool. She's the founder of the Superhuman app, the meditation app, and she was basically talking about how you need to spend time visualizing the best version of yourself and then start doing all of the things that you think that type of person would do. And this extends to the type of content that we consume too, right? So I decided that I wanted to curate like the perfect library of podcasts that in my mind all fed different aspects of the type of person that I want to grow into. So I have some podcasts on manifesting, some on personal finance, some on health and wellness, you know, nutrition, hormones, politics, current events, you name it, like all these different aspects of myself that I want to improve or areas that I want to learn more about, I'm going to start consuming that content so that I can grow into that person, that well-rounded person that I want to become. And unfortunately, true crime was not doing any of this for me, but I was expending all of my energy and time on it. So again, I just think sometimes we need to draw hard lines in the sand with ourselves, and it can be hard. And that doesn't mean that you have to like deny yourself the things that don't bring you pleasure, but I think kind of taking, I know it's not a dopamine detox because obviously I'm still consuming content, but literally detoxing from these negative types of content that I was consuming has been incredibly helpful in healing. Right. And then to address the last big problem that I had, which was needing TV to fall asleep every single night. Honestly, I had to take the same approach to the TV that I did to true crime. And that is that I just took the fucking TV out of my bedroom. Imagine that. It was as simple as that. If I didn't want the temptation, I just had to remove the temptation because knowing myself, I didn't have the ability to say no. Like if I'm lying in bed at night and I'm getting sleepy, but I'm not ready to fall asleep. I'm like, well, you've had a long day. You deserve to watch, you know, four hours of Vanderpump Rules. Like, no, bitch, take out your Kindle, you know, take out your journal, manifest, do your affirmations, whatever you need to do, meditate some, but don't just get sucked into the TV because it's convenient. I think I'm kind of learning now at 26, like just now at 26, that sometimes you have to parent yourself. Like you have to draw boundaries for yourself. I know adulthood is fun because you have all these choices and we can do all these things that we didn't do when we were growing up. But honestly, I'm having to kind of lay down the law with myself and get a little bit harsher because I have been getting away with too much shit for too long. So the TV is now gone. I'm kind of having fun decorating my dresser now because it was obviously taking up a huge portion of it. So it's kind of like a fun little side project that I get to go source some fun things when I go like vintage or thrift shopping. I always, always love 
love a little challenge or a little space to decorate. And then I have, you know, just like simple, I have flowers, I have my perfume on there and I have my little hatch alarm clock, which is so nice because at night I can just turn the red light on. So I have the red light that really helps lower my cortisol while I'm just reading off of my Kindle, have my little essential oils going and shocking. It is far more relaxing than watching, you know, Stassi yell at people on my TV. Ultimately, I think the most interesting thing in like my journey of pursuing this resolution of getting smarter in 2023 has been realizing that it's not as simple as this one-to-one correlation between reading more books and getting smarter. Actually, what it's been is having the willingness and the wherewithal to deconstruct all of these really bad habits that I've built up over time and being more critical about how I was spending my time and like the type of content that I was consuming. So it's not really about consuming more. It's about consuming differently and just kind of, I guess, changing my approach to consumption in general. Whereas before between like the reality TV and the true crime and the falling asleep to TV every night, I felt the need to be constantly stimulated and like not just stimulated, but overstimulated and entertained 24 seven. Now I'm kind of switching to a mode where I'm trying to find more balance. Like I still want to have those little pockets of fun and escapism during my day, but I also want to get really comfortable with being bored because I found that in my moments of boredom, I'm actually having this desire, as I mentioned before, to create more content and just become a more creative person. And then in terms of like podcasts, you know, I don't want to listen to more podcasts. I just want to switch the type of content that I am listening to because being entertained is fun and all that. But at the end of the day, if I'm trying to grow and change and become this better, more authentic, more embodied version of myself and a smarter version of myself... I need to be consuming content that reflects those desires. To reiterate, I think the big takeaway for me is that I just need to spend more time examining my habits. And I also, as I mentioned before, need to be willing to parent myself out of those bad habits. I need to draw lines in the sand. I need to have better boundaries with my vices because all of those things, being able to have boundaries is actually equal to respecting myself enough to let myself live in the type of environment where I can grow and become a better version of myself. So that is all the rambling I have for today. If you made it to the end, thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and you can find me on socials at Elizabeth on TikTok and Instagram, and the pod is on Instagram at Wildly Basic Quest. All right, chat soon.